Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Sensei Dave Armstrong. I'll let him explain the whole Sensei Dave thing here in just a minute. But he's coming from an interesting background. He is a product of what we might call a broken family, the foster care system, youth corrections, everything that we can identify in his early life would say this guy is headed for the system. Mm. And that's not what happened. And it's because of some amazing mentors that came into Dave's life. Um, He is now an, an inspirational, motivational speaker. He's an author. He's a coach. He served 24 years in the United States Air Force. And thank you, Dave, for your service. My pleasure. And now he just sits around in a pool of grease. (laughs) Or was it the country of Greece? It might be that. It's the country, but uh, yeah, there's a pool here too, and an ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Sensei Dave, welcome to Live On Purpose Radio. I'm so thrilled to have you here. I'm thrilled to be here, Dr. Paul. I, I appreciate you asking me on. I appreciate your fans, your listeners, everyone that's uh, you know following you, your community. Uh, this is important. It's important for us to connect. It's important for other people to be able to hear and implement uh, maybe one, yeah. two, three, two thousand things that uh, we possibly will say today. So, um, you know, I I, I always. I went live right before on Facebook. I'm pretty active on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. I went live and I said, I'm going on Dr. Paul Jenkins Live on Purpose uh, podcast and video casts. And and I just wanted to give some tidbits of advice. And the first thing I said was always just come on a, on a talk. I've been on a lot of these, a yeah. lot of talk shows, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, uh, um, you know, on stage come just to give. You know, a lot of people want to go, hey, and check this out. And this is this is how you follow me. And this and look at my water. Right. Look at I got look at my I got two laptops and uh, cell phone, too. No, I. it's not about me. It's about what happened to me, how I overcame. But it's not about me. Right. right. Well, the principles that have allowed you Dave, you should have been a casualty. Oh, yeah. By everything we know. And you can share a little bit about that story. But it's the principles that are consistent for every human being on the planet that allowed you to rise from that place where you were to the place where you are now. And you're not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh. I, I, I chuckle because it's funny. After I retired uh, uh, four years ago now, mm-hmm. I was done. I said, OK, I'm going to move to Greece. I'm just going to hang out on the beach, drink my coffee, hang, you know, play PlayStation. I like PlayStation. I'm just going to hang out. I've given. I've done. 
Right. I defied odds. I, I'm good. I set myself up for all of this and I'm going to just enjoy it. And it lasted two years and I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand not giving. I hated not giving. I absolutely, yeah. it was, it was like, I don't want to say I felt empty because I fulfilled myself daily, but I did feel <clears throat> like I was cheating life, right? Like I was cheating others from yes. my experiences that I went through. And I know that I went through them for a purpose and it's not to just live in Greece and just hang out. Right. It's to, it's to, to keep others from having to go through that stuff. Right. It's to maybe get, just give a spark, just an aha moment in somebody. And they go, you know what? I, I really need to, to, to change my behavior or I, I really need to start donating to, to organizations, uh, you know, that have, have deal with kids. I really need to, to do something. And that's, and, and sometimes that's all it takes is just that, that aha moment. And you go, and your life is just different, different from that moment on just different, you know, tell us a little bit of the context around this. Yeah. I've, I've shared kind of the skeleton of your story, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, but Dave, you were there. You oh, yeah. <laughs> you know this story. Share with us. Give us at least the brief version of yeah. of where you were, and and what your journey has been. So I I grew up um, in foster care and juvenile detention, um, uh, boys homes, group homes, all throughout California. My mom uh, passed away when I was 12, 13 years old, and uh, a little bit before that, she had actually married a guy. Uh, I was about about 10, 11 years old, and she got married to this guy that decided to start beating her and beating me constantly, just constantly beating us. Yeah. So that kind of forced me to start joining gangs and running the streets because who wants to be at home getting the hell beat out of them, right? So I'm out on the streets. I'm, you know, my first arrest when I was 11 years old for armed robbery, yeah. armed robbery, at 11, 11 years old. At 11. And it's in the book. I got proof in the book somewhere here. I, I you know, I, a lot of people say a lot of things, but they just kind of stir the truth. I, I went and found my court records and, and I put, I didn't even know that. I, after I got my court records, I, I looked and I was like, holy crap. I, I was 11 years old and got arrested for felony armed robbery. I didn't know. So yeah. I had to put that in the book and proof of it in the book. Proof. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so that's where, you know, that was the environment that, that, that I, I was in. And so I ended up shooting my stepfather. Thank God I didn't kill him. He was beating us one time and I just had enough. I went and got his gun, shot him, didn't, didn't, hurt, didn't kill him. But wow. <clears throat> they removed me from the house. They put me in a, a boys camp for two years. And while I was at the boys camp, my mom died. And I remember my social worker, Deborah Bowser, she came to the school. You remember the old intercoms? They'd call you on the intercom back in yeah. the day. Mr. Armstrong, go to the front office. And I thought I was in trouble again. And I was always in trouble. And I go to the front office. Oh, your social worker's coming to pick you up. Okay. So I saw Deborah walking down the kind of corridor into the, you know, there's glass here into the principal's office, the front office rather. And she just had this look about her that wasn't normal, that it just, I, I could tell something's not okay. So she got me, she took me outside and she says, Dave, I gotta tell you that your mom's not okay. She's in the hospital. 
uh, she had a brain aneurysm and then she kind of oh. explained to me what that was. And uh, we quickly drove about an hour and a half to San Bernardino where my mom was living. And um, <sighs> I remember getting to the hospital and we walked into the room and this is the first time that I had seen my mom in, in a hospital all hooked up with all kinds of stuff and she wasn't yeah. okay and she starts convulting shaking in the bed and then all of a sudden nurses and doctors are coming and doo -doo -doo, you know and then they kick us out of the room and I didn't want to see her after that Paul I didn't hmm. want to see my mom after that I didn't even go to the funeral so a few days after that uh, or a day or two I don't remember how long she passed away Right. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, I felt so alone. It, I, I, it's actually like I equate it to being in a, a black hole. So if you picture outer space, you, you're outer space and you're all by yourself. And then you see a black hole. It's already scary to be outer, in outer space, right? There's just nothing around you, right? Mm -hmm. So it was already a scary time for young Dave. And then all of a sudden there's this black hole and this is my mom's death. And I can't see on the other side of that black hole. And I can't do anything but to keep going towards that black hole. As much as you want to start pulling back and you're going like, no. Yeah, it's just destined. Yeah, for that black hole, this, this gravitational force pulling you into that black hole. And so, that's how I felt after she passed away. I had no one. I didn't have family. I didn't have friends. I had no one to take care of me. I was 12, 13 years old. And so a few days after she passed away, I remember coming from school and I just wanted to die. I yeah. just, I just didn't, I just didn't want to be around. So I sat under a bridge crying, crying, crying. And I remember it was raining and there was a, a, a bottle. I don't want to say a beer bottle, but a glass bottle near me. Mm -hmm. And I, I broke that glass bottle and I start carving my wrist, carve, carve, just, just kind of going like this. I just yeah. wanted, I didn't know how to kill myself, but I certainly saw it somewhere right on a movie or something. And I started doing that. And I remember that I couldn't even kill myself. That was the feeling that I had. I couldn't even do wow. a good job to kill myself. I walked back to the boys camp all bloodied up and stuff and they bandaged me up and put me on a lot of drugs after that, which I hated. They put me on a lot of uh, antidepressants and stuff. I was, it was like a zombie. Yeah. I, I, I hated, I, I vividly remember all the drugs that they, uh, they put me on. So, <clears throat> So that was, that's kind of the summary of Young Dave. Yeah. And then a lot of stuff happens in between. I had uh, a, a, mentor, a guardian ad litem um, who is a, a, a court-appointed special advocate, almost like a big brother, somebody that kind of yeah. helps you, as well as a martial arts instructor that was absolutely just, uh, he filled that father figure in my life that I, most definitely needed. And so with, with my guardian at Lightham, Ron Barnick, and my martial arts instructor, Sensei Otto Johnson, I was able to start getting confidence, start seeing the world. Uh, my gal, my, my CASA 
Ron was in the Air Force and that's why I joined the Air Force. I, I'd go to his house and I'd see stuff from all over the world. And it so intrigued me. I, you know, just knickknacks, just like the stuff that I have all behind me, right? And, and to me, it was something that was like, wow, that's from Japan? Whole different world. That's from Italy? Yeah, different world. I couldn't even fathom this. I'm like, how, do, how is this? Uh, you can, I can do this? Yeah. And martial arts made me, gave me the confidence and discipline that I needed. And boy, did my life change. It's did that, my life change. It's that change that I would love to focus on as we come back from this break, because you've, you've set it up for us. Dave, here you are, this kid who is destined for the black hole, and you're being sucked into it. These angelic mentors showed up in your life. I don't yeah. know if you thought of them as angelic at the time, but they, well, they were. Were. changed everything for you and there are some principles you were able to apply to to bring your life around to what it is now and is still becoming we'll get into that as we get into our second half all right folks this is sensei dave armstrong today at live on purpose radio we'll be right back are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com. And we're back. Sensei Dave Armstrong today at Live on Purpose Radio. We're having a fun conversation. Dave, I'm sensing that we're on a similar mission here uh, to empower people to, to realize what principles they can latch on to regardless of the context of their life. There are principles that allow people to, to rise from wherever they are to create and live a life that they love. Mm. And I know you're passionate about this message. You shared with us before the break some of your story. As you mm -hmm. came from a very troubled background, you were on a trajectory that was taking you right into all kinds of fun involvement in the systems oh. that we've set up. Yeah. Um, Something pulled you out of that. And I know it had something to do with your mentors. You mentioned those two men who came into your life to provide you with a different possibility. And then there are principles that you applied to get there. Absolutely. Talk to us about that a little bit. What have you found from your experience? So, so look, um, I'll say I'll, I'll divide principles up into a couple of categories. One is, is going to be, my casa, Ron uh, Barnick, 
when I'd go to his house and I'd see stuff from all over the world, when he'd take me to, to eat and show me how to eat with chopsticks, when he'd take me to a college or a university and, and I'd see a lecture and, and I'd go, wow, this is cool. He was letting me experience life other than what I was destined for. And I talk a lot about destiny. You see this here? I got defy your destiny. I, I had that made. That's right there in Kalamata, right where I live in Greece. And, and the reason why is because we're all destined for something. We're just born into what we were talking about this before. We're just born into whatever environment we're born into. Right. You didn't sign up for it. It just happened. No, it just happened. It just happened. You know, and I, and you can go, oh, uh, I feel sorry for myself. And you can live a life like that if you choose. It's right. all about choice. Or you can choose to find a why, right? To find your why. Why do I exist? Why do I matter? Why do I get up in the morning? Why do I do dot, dot, dot? And Ron right. showed me that there's a why out there. I can eat with chopsticks. Wow, I, this was just in the movies. I thought people in the movies did that, right? Chinese people did that. I, I couldn't do that. That was so impactful to me in my life. You never know what things you're going to experience that can be impactful to you and change your life. If you allow it, if you go, I want to, I want to accept this in, I want to do something about that. And so that leads me to the second part. What did martial arts do? What does Sensei Otto do? He instilled discipline, drive, dedication, right? If you don't have discipline, if you don't have drive, you don't have dedication, forget it. This is why most people aren't happy, why most people don't succeed. It's not because they want to. I don't believe that most people wake up and they go, I don't want to succeed. I want to be miserable today. No. Yeah, who does? Yeah. yeah. Damn it, I, wanted, I just want to be happy. And, and it's okay. But at some point, you have to have discipline. You have to have drive. You have to have dedication. You have to have a why in your life. And, and the truth is, I've, I've mentored, counseled, helped thousands of people. Unfortunately, thousands of people have not implemented the, the things that we talked about implementing. You know what I'm talking about. You see people every day, Dr. Paul. And you go, I, look, I have this experience, this education, this drive, this, da, 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 these, these are proven things. Let's talk about what we can do to change your life because you deserve it. And then they go back and they go, well, I don't have the discipline to do that. I don't have the drive to do that. Well, I think, you know, I, ha I had one of my guests on my podcast who commented about that same thing. He says, yeah, there's think about and then there's walk about. Yeah which is kind yeah. of, I think he was from yeah. Australia and that's why this came up because they got, <laughs> walk about in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you can think about it all day long. It doesn't make any difference that it's in your heart and your head until it gets into your shoes and, yeah. you, and it walks around in your life. That's where the power hits. It is. But look, it's really nice to say that. And, and I know some of your listeners are going to think this or are thinking this. Yeah, well, look at these guys. They already have it made. It, it's not really me. It's not really me. Uh, look, my situation's different. And this is why I wrote the book. This is why 
I talk, I do everything because I know, I, look, the, the truth is statistically less than 3% of kids that, that were like me end up where I am, right? Less than 3%. So we know I'm a statistical anomaly. So, so why, why can't it be you, right? Because you, you have a drug addiction? Well, no, you can overcome whatever it is that you want to overcome, but you're going to have to do it yourself. Not by yourself, not by yourself. That's why, why we're here. But you're going to have to do it yourself, not alone. Don't do it alone. Grab all the people you can to help you on that journey, whatever that journey is. If it's from a bad place or from a great place to a better place, it doesn't matter. It's great to do it together, right? It's great to have help and friends. Mm. Sensei Dave, you said... You said something that caught my attention here. What's that? It has to do with the title of your book because your your book title is Why Me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and sometimes the only answer we have to that is well because I was born where I was born at the time that I it, and it it was handed to you. Yep. It's not about you. It's just yep. it is you. <laughs> yep. So, but there's a more powerful version of that. When you said you're a statistical anomaly, that's, that's a nice way of saying you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But there's also a powerful message behind that because why not me? Yep. Absolutely. Which can be such an empowering message to latch onto just because you were born in these circumstances does not determine where you're going from here. It just tells you where you're starting from. Yep. What determines it is, is your drive, is your discipline, is your why. It, it, those, thing th those things determine whether or not you're going to get out of the situation that you just happen to be in. Whatever, it, you know, I say why me a lot to a lot of people because it, it's, life can suck sometimes. That's just the truth. I remember rolling up pennies out while I'm in the Air Force, rolling up pennies and quarters to turn in so I can get some gas money, right? Digging in the couches and stuff because I had no money. I remember I had a car that didn't have res reverse, a Hyundai Elantra, the reverse went out, it was 1200 bucks to fix it and I didn't have it. And I went for a year without reverse. Do you know how many times you park into something and you go, oh. oops. <laughs> guess what? Guess, guess who's pushing a car out of the stall today, you know? Yeah. But, but why not? Why not you? You know, people develop cancer, people die, loved ones die, things happen in life. Yes. It sucks. But you're, you're, you know, when you start going, well, why me? Why me? Why me? You're, you're, you're just kind of, you're making it seem like you're more important than everyone else that this has happened to and worse, right? Right. You're not, you're not more important than everyone. So get out of your own head, get into your own head, get into your own life, make some action, you know, just every day, even if it's just a little bit, even if you're like, look, I, I had I've suffered clinical depression for two years because I had a, a, um, a broken spine. So my L4, I have an L4 through S1 uh, spinal fusion, five screws. I was a martial artist. Oh, guess what? Guess what's over for me, right? 
guess what? I can't do throw people all over my shoulder anymore. Right. I can't go punching and kicking anymore. And I was in pain every day, taking opioids and stuff for two years. Right. Wow. And it sucked. But then I had to say, okay, yeah, this sucks for me. I don't like it. It sucks. But so what? There's people without legs. I know people without legs that have, that I have a, I know a friend, I know a guy that's hiking Mount Kilimanjaro that has no legs. And here I want to complain about my, my spinal fusion. Okay. Yeah, it sucks, but so what? Find a way, find a way. Cause you deserve it. We deserve people that are on this planet deserve to be happy, but we have to find that. We have to find a why. Right in everything, a why, why, to the why. Yes. Right. Oh, and it's so powerful when you find your why, and you can just get passionate about something. It takes it takes the pain away. It it removes that addiction. Right. You don't you don't want. Oh, I don't want to do drugs. You know. I, oh, I don't want to drink anymore because you know what? I really want to. I want to go to the soup kitchen tomorrow because I really enjoy going down to the soup kitchen and serving uh, uh, food to the homeless. And connecting with them your why can be anything but you got to try stuff right you got to do stuff yeah if you don't know how to play the guitar today and you've never tried go try go try if you don't like it great if you don't it seems so simple when you put it that way dave it is simple we complicate it that is kind of sure isn't it yeah, we just complicate life. We, you know, it's all oh, again, I don't want to feel, I don't want anyone to feel like we're not understanding, we're not connecting, we've never been there because I've certainly been there. I've been there a lot of times in my life. I really have. I know what it's like to be dirt poor and not have, like, not, not have money to go anywhere. Forget that. Not, not have money for diapers for my two kids. I know what it's like. I know what that feels like. And it sucks. I know it's, you know, it feels like to be married to somebody that you don't like. It sucks, but nothing will change unless you make it change. Nothing. Simple principles, and I've said this many times, Dave, simple and easy aren't the same thing. No, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Far from it in most circumstances, but certainly in, in these this context. Yeah, simple and easy. Now, simple, yes. Easy, no, not gonna be easy. Not gonna be easy to file divorce. If you're married to the wrong person, and I'm not advocating divorce, but I'm certainly saying there are people that got married to the wrong person, right? Mm -hmm. to, to the absolute wrong person. And, and, and there's women going, well, I got two kids. Well, okay, you got two kids, but you're married to somebody that beats you. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You know, wow. Dave, you've eliminated some principles to us. They're talking about the why, the discipline, the drive, the dedication. You go into this in your story, in your book. It's called I Why do. Me. Um, and again, folks, the author, Dave Armstrong, the book is called Why Me. Where else can, can our listeners connect to you? Well, so, look, you I have a virtual book tour this weekend that I'm trying to promote, 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 promote. And it's going to be so much fun. You can get a free copy of my ebook. Totally free. I don't want it. I don't want anything from it. I just hope that it helps you. Then you're going to come on a tour with me. I have some friends. I have several friends from all over the world doing videos, talking about the book, 
talking about their area, where they live, stuff, just some fun stuff, right? So the, the virtual book tour is at whyme.upna.net. Go register for the book tour. Once you register, right, all I want is your email address so I could spam the heck out of you because I want you to know what's going on in, in the life of Unlimited Potential and Dave. So I'm going to spam you, right? But you can ignore that. But you're going to get a free book and you're going to come on a nice tour with me. And then if you want, uh, if you have kids, that you're just like feeling like I really aren't connecting with them the way I want to connect with them. I'm, I want to just make sure that I'm, that even if, if you're a mentor, right? So mm -hmm. I just did a big speech to a bunch of uh, people that are involved with the uh, CASA in, in, uh, in Lorraine County. And if you're a mentor, if you have kids, go, go out to um, uh, go .upna.net and you'll see the program. I got a 12 month program and it's dirt cheap. And every month I have new lessons. And then of course, if you really want to spend some money and you really want some personal attention, you can go to my website or send me a, an email website is upna.net unlimited potential network, or send me an, info, uh, uh, an email info at upna.net. And we'll hook up and, and, and we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll make life a little bit better every single day. So the website, yeah. once again, is upna.net. And uh, that's the Unlimited Potential Network that Dave is, is so passionate about, as you can tell. Uh, Why Me is the name of the book. Whyme.upna.net. We'll get you on that book tour. Yes. Saturday. Saturday. 3, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be so much fun. Well, this, this is, is a podcast, so whenever people are listening to this, at least you can connect back to Yeah, you. that's true. Yep, yep. Dot net. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for your contribution here today at Live On Purpose Radio. We've appreciated that. Folks, you've heard it from the sensei himself. It is time now for each of us to go live on purpose.